Well, I would, but I see a commercial instead. I'll let you run this rodeo. Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm doing cat wrangling, am I? Yeah, okay. you're the cat right, wrangler right. tonight. So no pre-roll, nothing you want to announce. No, no Only thing I would say is that the... <laughs> Ivan and, well... Eddie well, we'll Jay. do that in legal yeah. uh, as once again, legal would like to remind everyone that while you may enjoy, may enjoy tonight's escapades, you will feel bad about yourself for enjoying it. Oh. Much like uh, Eddie and Jake, who are not able to join us tonight because they felt really bad about themselves tonight. They did. It's quite yeah. sad, but it's the way it is. It, it is. It is, unfortunately. But we're here, so I guess we're playing something. Uh, and that's something tonight is Weird Frontiers. Yeah, DCC game, a horrified spaghetti western, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. we're well into a campaign. So uh, let's just do roll call. Chuck. Oh, snap. That's me. I'm Chuck. I am playing Pierce McIntyre, our occultist. Um, yeah, so far I've done a good job of not dying. Um <laughs> I have very few hit points. So I've been very worried about that. Yeah. It's the number one job of most occultists because when you die, you've got certain bargains you got to fulfill. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, who you got? Hi, oh, I'm playing Scab. Um, I'm a Tommyknocker. I'm 12 years old. I got sold off to the mines and there was a cave in and then I feel a little funny ever since then. I, I have a lot of hit points, so I guess I'm really good at working for Mr. McIntyre, and I get four whole cents a day. It's great. The lawyers would also like us to point out that while his character may appear to be 12 years old, he is, in fact, 18 or over, and anything we do to him is completely legal. They <laughs> shove money inside all my wounds. They do. They do. You just make such yeah. a good smuggling tool. I mean, like, I don't I don't even know how to follow this up, really. I, uh, Chance is like the last normal guy in town, and he's sick of it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those women just throwing yourselves at you because you're the last normal male. Mm. I'm just Total hoping life. that, like... There's only so many home-cooked dinners you can go to in a night. I, I mean, after a while... I'm hoping I'm hoping like some of these suckers, I mean, nice gentlemen who came on the train will stick around. (laughs) (laughs) Take some of that pressure off. (sighs) Joe, who you got? I am playing the Jebediah Bajebums, the uh, gambler who's amassing identities faster than he is money. So hopefully he'll be able to (laughs) capitalize on some of that. All right, so uh, we left kind of uh, in a particular spot last time, and it's unfortunate that Jake isn't with us. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he was about to talk with the departed body of uh, one now late Pinkerton uh, by the name oh, of Dimitri, yeah. who is, mm. uh, other than his hand, which has been handed over to, uh, what was Jake's care? Killian? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. been handed over to Killian. Um yeah, uh, Scab's been eating the rest of his body, mm. so that that's disappearing quickly. As you do, <laughs> as you do. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, one one bite sized chunk at a time because yeah. you know the school marms did teach you manners, Scab. Pinky's he out. <laughs> yep, and he does chew. He does chew. He does chew. Twenty four times before swallowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta. Mm-hmm. There we go. 
But uh, you survived an ambush uh, by some of the local giant hill folk who decided uh, to get ornery and throw boulders at you. Uh, the quickly erected cacti barrier, uh, you were able to uh, skedaddle far enough away hey. to treat your fallen luchador. I, I, I rode off and started shooting at him. And you did. <laughs> you did. You did. I tried to die, but I failed. Uh, but you're a few miles from town. Uh, you've got one very wounded luchador who's, I believe, currently at one hit point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll say Killian, uh, in the attempts to contact the spirit of Dimitri, unless he shows up here in the next few minutes, uh, just stares off into the distance in a fugue state. And he's just going to stand there having a Vietnam flashback because you're never too old to have one. There you go. Um, yeah. We're going to flash forward at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, he's just staring <laughs> off in the distance, seeing what kind of unknown hell you don't know. Uh, but yeah, here you are, guys. Uh, you're but you're a couple hours from town. Uh, I believe you got like two horses. Your wagon was smashed. Uh, three horses, including Dan's or chances. Well, uh, we should definitely head back to town, uh, get some medical treatments, um, find a blacksmith that we can pay off to reduce our gold into bars um and then yeah i I have no idea killian's taking a nap right now and i don't know what our next steps were going to be because we didn't get paid jebediah uh are you currently in possession of the one Arkansas toothpick from our departed Mr. Dimitri or has I, uh, Pierce not handed it back yet? I gave it back. I feel him, like I, I gave it to him for just a short amount yeah, of time. I gave it back. I have it currently on my okay. persons. Um, for just a moment then, um, Jebediah, as the blade's handed back to you and you sheath it, you swear you hear a flutter of <laughs> giant wings and a bright light, uh, like, like, you know, someone just took a, a big powder flash photograph of you or something. And, you know, it's, it's just really quick from the blink of an eye, kind of in your peripheral. Uh, Ooh. no one else seems to have noticed it. So like, as I'm grabbing the, as you're putting it away. Hmm. Totally. Not. Um, interesting. I don't know if there's anything I can do to kind of, is there like a investigation type check I could make on this blade to see if I know anything about it or. It looks like a normal blade to you. Uh, Pierce has told you that there's definitely something about it though. Mm -hmm. Something special about it. Uh, Pierce, your little spidey senses went off when you picked up the blade. Yeah. uh, Due to your occult senses. Yeah. you haven't really investigated it to figure out what it is, what's special about it, but it's there's something special about it. Uh, I don't believe that Jebediah would have any way of really discerning that himself. Uh, it's just a nice, so. it's not well made, you know, full, uh, full tang blade. It's heavy. Uh, you know, it's got a nice hacking surface on one side and a saw surface on the other. You know, it's good foot long of steel. <clears throat> Good for tickling. Yeah. 
maybe there's someone back in town that can uh, tell me a little bit more about it. So. I mean, I can, I, I can certainly explore it with my gifts, but I can't guarantee any success. Uh, if it won't hurt you, then sure. Shouldn't. I'd be curious. Should no. Uh, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do here, but uh, I'm going <laughs> exactly. To. <laughs> you have a particular spell of mine you want to try and absolutely. use. Your senses doesn't really tell you any more than yeah. there's something significant about it. It has the weight of uh, both age and power about it. Uh, but yeah, more the than that. Closest thing I have is the occultist investigation thing. What is that? Not arcane channeling. Okay, yeah, I just get a dive modifier. I'm going to take it, find a tree, and stick it in it. Jebediah, you're the new owner of the blade. I need you to, to come here for a second. Okay. Uh, hold your arm out. Um. This is going to hurt, but it's not going to seriously injure you i'm just going to poke you with the end to get a little bit of your blood on it because before obviously the the pinkerton was activating something using blood hmm. uh and he'll like expose a region of his thigh and says like i i kind of don't want to risk anything i fully understand i'll give him just a small little like tiny little cut just enough to get a little blood and sure. just wipe the knife on it to get it coated on both sides Stick Notice it back the in the tree. Blood yeah. soaks into the blade as if the blade were a sponge. That's uh, for quite... a moment there. Mm-hmm. Kind of has like a moire effect across the blade, making it look like it's uh, you know it's rippled, um, and then okay. it's gone after just a moment. Okay, that was unexpected. I will stick the blade back in the tree. Okay. Yeah. You stick the blade into the tree and you don't use a lot of elbow grease to do it. You're expecting just to stick, you know, half an inch of the blade in. Yeah. Uh, and the next thing you know, the blade sinks in until the hilt hits the bark of the tree. And there's a sizzling and popping sound uh, as the tree sap just kind of boils and bubbles around the blade. Oh, wow. Uh, I, okay. So... That is very interesting. Next time you come across someone uh, ill-intentioned, stab the crap out of them with this and see what it does. Uh, I was just going to try and talk to the knife, but now after seeing this, that just feels like a silly idea. (laughs) All right. Noted. I definitely don't want to miss the sheath when I'm putting this away. Yes, that would be bad. (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll hand it back to you. My... Try saying something to it. Uh, hello, knife. I'm your new owner. Nothing really happens other than you feel a deep shame <laughs> to yourself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Uh, barely, indes- barely detectable. <laughs> Doesn't okay. pass my baseline. Yeah, we'll need... Maybe <laughs> Killian could sort something out of this if he wasn't spaced out so intensely. Um, but yeah, maybe he does that, I suppose. Maybe we can find someone in town. Okay. 
Um, is this knife like branded or marked in any way? Like, does it have like a maker's uh, Dimitri's name on it anywhere? Um, not that you see, no. And that is kind of odd for steel made this well. You would definitely expect that uh, its artisan would have left its his mark on it or their mark Ooh. on it. That but it's not. There's nothing. It's smooth. Hmm. It's very. It's wicked looking. It's definitely made to fight. There's nothing ornamental about it at all. It's like brutally efficient and it barks like a small dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most dangerous part. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll just sheath it and we'll, uh, we'll see what happens when we get back to town. If anyone might be able to give me more info on it. All right. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna have to double up on the horses, or some of you are gonna have to walk. You've got one very injured luchador. Uh, Killian is just out of it. You're not sure what's going on with him. He's still breathing, uh, and he's kind of just standing there, rigid, looking off into the distance. But he's not really reachable. Yeah, and again, I guess you have Killian's, three horses. Killian's the smaller of the two. I'll just put them over my shoulders in a fireman's carry. You're 12 years old, so like his head and his ankles <laughs> are hitting the ground with his middle over your shoulder. <laughs> but yeah, this 12-year-old boy just picks up a yeah. grown man. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you can definitely this, walk to town that way. You would you would definitely slow down the rest of the party as well, though. So <laughs> Either way, I mean, you double up as best you can. Maybe you take turns riding and walking. But uh, several hours later, uh, you re-enter the town of Sweetwaters. Uh, You left fairly early in the morning. You were gone most of the day. So you're getting there towards evening. Um, Well before sundown. uh, But, you know, things are starting to settle down for the day. The farmers have stopped tending the fields. Um, the local bars are starting to fill up with people tired from a day's work, looking for a little bit of uh, hydration in the form of beer. Uh, but things are strangely quiet as you come into town. Uh, the saloon is definitely, it's open. I mean, like you can see lights are already lit. Um, town does have electricity, by the way, since there is oh. a telegrapher's office yeah. yeah. Well, some some of the buildings have electricity, <laughs> but the uh, the Star Hotel um, has the fanciest of the bars and the one that you uh, possibly have an open tab at. And as you're, you also have rooms there, so that would be naturally where you're heading. Uh, things are very quiet, and people. Uh, not too many people are going in, but a lot of people are leaving very quietly, very timidly. Uh, exiting the uh, the lower level, the bar level of the hotel. Uh, I'll grab one of them as they're leaving. Do we smell that bad? Like as soon as we showed up, they're leaving? <laughs> they were already leaving before you showed up. But you guys are not looking good. I mean, no. you went through a pretty bad battle and you've got all kinds of like monster entrails and guts and stuff about you. Uh, and that, and you've got one very broken luchador who's clinging oh, yeah. onto life. <laughs> I, I I only have three HP myself. So <laughs> there you go. You see, you guys are not looking yeah. good. But despite that, uh, the patrons of the hotel uh, don't even give you a second glance. They're in a hurry to get out, uh, but not so fast that they're running. It's like kind of that scared walk fast sort of thing, yeah. but not so fast that you attract attention. 
so if you just casually try to stop someone, no one's stopping. Everyone's so, like trying so, to leave. So they're mall walking away. They're mall walking. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'll go up to like uh, one of the, like a window along the front or something like that. Okay. Take a look inside. Uh, do I see anything that stands out? Uh, yes. Uh, there is one lone table in the middle of the floor uh, where one of the giants uh, is sitting uh, on two chairs. There are several pitchers of beer in front of him. Uh, this one is a lot more rustic looking than the last ones you saw. Okay. Um, he's got like sheep hide over his massive shoulders. Like the skull of the sheep are still on either one as they come down over the top. Um, he's got a scarf that covers his eyes and the top part of his head. He's got kind of like an old cowboy type of slouch cow, uh, hat on that's kind of ratty, but very large. So it kind of just kind of droops over his face. And he's got cradled around one of his arms, like the, this enormously thick shepherd's crook. And like all the other tables that are normally on the floor have all been scooted out. So like he is the center of attention, the focus of attention. And there are still some patrons in there. Mm -hmm. uh, the people that work there, you can see, are still at the bar, uh, just kind of looking around with a look of just awe on their face. Yeah, and you, said uh, you see that their eyes are covered. Uh, yeah, there's this big kind of bandage across his eyes. I guess we can go in and does he sit he down? Like a, does he seem to be like kind of feeling? Uh, around the table as he's like going to drink for things, or all right. So you uh, you come up to the window and you kind of wipe off some of the dust and plaster your face in there and look in as well. Uh, he just mm. casually is drinking uh, one of the big pitchers of beer as if it were a small cup. Uh, look, mm. he's very casual looking. He's not like he's the crook is just kind of laying on his shoulder and down to the floor. He's not grasping it at all. Just very casual, relaxed look. He's got a a turkey, a few turkey legs on the table, or some kind of fowl on the table that he's eating. I'll just go in, okay. Pull up a chair and sit at his table. <laughs> uh, as you come in, uh, before you make it to the table, his head kind of pokes up in the air, and he he starts sniffing the air. Um, and it directs his face towards you. Uh, and as he turns his face, uh, make me a luck check. Let me find where my character sheet went. Uh, is, that, is that the test I just did, 18? Uh, is that a fail? You need it's to be a, under it, your life. Un, under? Under. Oh, okay, yeah, and 18 it. is a fail. All right. Yeah, so he, he turns his head. That's again, his eyes were swathed in like this bandage. You actually do. It does appear to be a bandage now that you're closer as there seems to be a little bit of blood seeping the front of it. And he sniffs the air. He says, <clears throat> clears his throat. As a hero approached. Huh? Has a hero approached. I'm guessing you don't find me to be one, so probably not. That's yet to be determined. Uh, seeing that things didn't immediately break out into violence. Uh, one, one second, guys. Sorry. Yeah.
Sorry about that. Go ahead. Sorry. Sure. Uh, seeing as things didn't immediately break out into violence, uh, I'll give uh, Scab the nod and I'll head on in and bring yeah, Ivan in with you. Kind of hero are you looking for? Again, the nose goes up in the air as he smells the air as people walk in. Good, good. Many choices. Okay. Uh, listen here, try mister. And slink around. If you, you go throwing any rocks at my patron here, we're going to have a hard time of it. Um, everybody that just walked in, go ahead and make me luck checks. Tell me if anybody okay. succeeds. It's so bad. No, it's terrible. Uh, I pass. Jebediah. Um, you're drawn to his face, of course, noticing the bandage <laughs> over his eyes. Did I say eyes? He has a unibrow. And you're looking very closely at that bandage. You think eye. You think that this oh. giant has a single eye in the middle of his head. Cyclops. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll probably whisper that to the other guys. Um, I think... I wanted to like slink around the corners of the room and go up to my room to freshen up and then come back down <laughs> before uh, before getting something to eat. Uh, oh, I did have a, a question too. Uh, is there a way to get rid of hexes? Other than burn a boons. Burn a boon. Burn boons. <laughs> okay. I've got two of them. Although yeah. I think we decided that they're they're ill gotten, but oh well. Yep, hexes are kind of like uh, the forces of uh, uh, good and bad luck. I mean, it, it hangs around until you can neutralize it with good luck, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Right. So as oh, go ahead. Uh, that's okay. all I was going to do. Yep, I'll, I'll wave over to the bartender for the usual: some whiskey and some meat. <laughs> I assume that they know what I want here by now. Uh, he, the Cyclops at the table just shakes his head and grabs his picture and says, when a hero presents themselves, come forward. Drinks. Puts I mean, down the beer. What do you consider a hero? Just someone who can do a thing? or I'll go sit down at the table. and I'll Sit. Uh, speak. Help. Any of us can do a thing. Yeah, I'll help Scab get Ivan set down. Uh, as well. This is Ivan. He's real heroic. He's also incredibly injured right now. Because one of your kin threw a boulder at him. (laughs) He just nods kind of slowly. Heroes do. But a hero is decided by the fortunes, by the fates. Is there a hero in this village? Uh, is this like a business proposition or? Uh... You're not there. You went upstairs. <laughs> okay. How will we just say sure? I. Yes. Some might yes. say uh, I'm a hero and some might not. Ivan here is the most heroic of all of us, but he's currently incapacitated. Uh, but, you know, we're all more than capable of 
handling ourselves and thinking in obscure ways to achieve ends. Slowly takes another drink from his beer, says, when a fledgling hero stands before the door, there is a gatekeeper. I am that keeper. Prove to me your worth as a hero. State your challenge. Uh, I challenge you to a spelling bee. The challenge has been heard. Now we have the terms. In what language? English. English. This new American English? Yes, this new American English. He nods. What will you forfeit upon loss? Mm. Gold. He weighs that for a moment. I have not wealth enough, perhaps. And he pulls from his poor, uh, pouch several thick, heavy silver coins and throws them on the table. They look ancient, uh, most definitely heavier than the silver dollars that are going about now. Uh, not a hero's amount, I'm afraid. But this I will wager. Scab, if you wouldn't mind producing an equal amount. <laughs> uh, I'm not real good at the counting, but I'm just going to pull something out of my ribs here. Shing, shing, clink, clink, clink. <laughs> okay. Um, <sighs> there is a reaction to this gold being placed upon the table. Uh, at first, he starts to nod, and then his nose kind of dilates, and then he quickly stands up, his chairs falling behind him as any shepherd's cane is out in his hand and just really suddenly is extended so that the crook of it is just right at your neck. Um, hmm. Hey, now you don't go acting all high and mighty. We killed some real terrible people to get this gold. I, I was going to say it was going to be at your neck, but uh, you're a 12 year old. Your deck is probably barely up to the tabletop. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to reach it up. I can, I can reach it. Put it on top of your head. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pierce. So the crook of uh, the staff is just like right, just barely touching your Adam's apple pierce. Um, this, um, no need to escalate this. Get that cursed gold from the table. No hero would touch this. You bring woe and destruction to your town by bringing it here. We did not know that it was cursed. Although where we got it from was pretty sketchy. So, I mean, I guess it's not a, a huge leap of logic uh, to, to see it as cursed gold. Uh, no way. You, Mr. Pierce is a hero. Down. He yeah. went in there bravely to take out those horrible people and he got that gold fair and square. You take that back. The words from a child, an innocent whether dead or alive, has much weight. Much weight indeed. Introduce yourself, hero. Stop I me. told you, Mr. Pierce. Now Scabby's talking to you this time. Oh, um, I don't really know my name, but the foreman called me Scab. 
after the cave in my memory's fuzzy, I'm sorry, sir. But can you please stop pointing that thing at Mr. Pierce's face? Remove the cursed gold from this establishment, lest you bring the roof down upon us. In the meantime, I do got a gold nugget worth some money, so I'll just put the gold nugget up. Yeah, I'll take the gold and wrap it in my jacket and go stash it under like the porch. Okay. Oh, I'll get the rest. If it's bothering you, I'll pull the rest out. This is going to take a minute, sir. I'm sorry. the sounds of flapping, slurping meat as things are yanked from your body. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jebediah, you've come down. Okay. uh, So he he writes the chairs and takes a seat again with the crook of his... Uh, shepherd staff over his knees and says, the challenge has been accepted. Who will officiate? You. Uh, to Jebediah. Uh, he actually is, uh, is, his face points towards the bar. You, you are a servant of this establishment. Serve here now. He's like, yes, sir. <laughs> Leaps over the bar, gets there as fast as he can. Uh, he is terrified. He kind of sideways looks at you guys and says, he's been asking for a hero all day. He's beat the holy tarnation out of a whole bunch of folks. Probably because you picked a poor game to play against him. Yes. What game are we trying trying to play him in a game of B-knuckle. It didn't go good for him. Didn't go good for him at all. Oh, no. I've got an idea for a game in case this one don't go well. Will you keep that in your hats and... That's our, our plan, too, uh, for we've challenged him to a spelling bee. Oh. Uh, All right. See so if I, you can spell my name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if any of us can do that. Uh, no, <laughs> no. So... Uh, <laughs> the, so the barkeep, uh, who is here, uh, now understanding what his role is, he looks around, he grabs a menu. Okay. Turns it to the like the really expensive page. Uh, right. Uh, he pulls a coin from a pocket. It says, uh, Mr. Pierce, sir, your heads, our guest here is tails. He flips a coin. Uh, comes up, Mr. Pierce, okay. what your first word is, and he looks at the menu. Uh, pheasant. Please spell the word pheasant, sir. Uh, Make me an intelligence check. (laughs) This is your character, not Chuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I was going to like, you want me, I was, uh, that's why I was specifically looking at, uh, I said spelling test, because that's the only stat that I didn't destroy. (laughs) Uh, no. Uh, I don't. I, I doubt it. Maybe. I mean, fortunately, it should be a low yeah. difficulty. We're down. just gonna. We're just gonna do one test here for the whole spelling bee. So you make your intelligence check. He's gonna make his. It's basically um, target. Easily, he's uh, he's looking at the expensive part of the menu. So we'll say the target number is ten. So you gotta at least achieve a ten, and then it's the whoever gets the highest over ten. I did not. Achieve do we have any way to re-roll? Um, <laughs> no. I don't have any boons um, left. Has anybody got any boons? 
Yeah, you can you can spend on someone else's behalf. Um, oh, you can. Oh, I would love to spend one on behalf of Mister Pierce. Uh, you got this, Mister Pierce. You okay. can do this. I will roll it. Pierce, Pierce. He's the man. If he can't spell it, no one can. Fuck. Actually, oh, it's wow. just a. You can spend a boon on an ally's behalf to give them a plus one D modifier to their next action. Uh, that's, oh, so that's too late, anyways. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did you roll? I. Oh I my did. gosh. Yeah, I got worse. <laughs> you spell it right like it's on the screen. Pheasant starting with an F E Z. You're gonna uh, owe well, me a gold nugget too. He could still fail too. So we'll see. He no, does not. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> I'm afraid you're not the hero. I need a hero. Has the trappings of luck about them. Has the I was force about of to, fate. I feel like uh, I will take your coin, however. Yeah. <laughs> scoops the coin into his pouch. I'll, I'll pay you back. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you talk about, uh, you know, luck and fate, uh, you know. As it would have it, I got a simple game for you. Just heads or tails. What is your challenge? Just take his coin, flip the coin, heads or tails, winner keeps the coin. He thinks about that for a moment. Purely luck. And he says, I've heard your challenge. Here are the terms. Three tosses. A person may be lucky once, but someone who is fated is always lucky. Perfect. Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> Just roll three dice. Um, uh, you want to? We'll say you are even. He's odd. Whoever gets the most successes. Just sure. Three even-sided dice. I should okay. clarify. <laughs> All right. Do I do d twenties for it, or doesn't matter? It just. Three even-sided dice. You're even. He's odd. Whoever gets the most, how most dice? All right. Succeeding. I'll just roll three d six. Yep, that's what I'm doing. <clears throat> Jeez. Well, I'm not so lucky either. Apparently, uh, evens. He's. Uh, this is as we did not speak of what was being wagered. Um, fast as lightning, uh, that crooked that that shepherd's hook comes out and just beat you on the side of the head now you can possibly react first uh i'm just going to put it between you and him though because this is definitely his reflexes are really fast um make an initiative check okay uh let's see i think what how did you Uh, get a zero (laughs) that didn't i don't know it did the math wrong i got a nat 20 on the roll Oh, uh, and it should be plus five. So I have a okay. 25. Well, you see it coming. Uh, but you also know that uh, this is likely the uh, repercussions for a loss. So do you take it or do you do something else? If I can just maybe lessen the blow. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. I like that. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Um, why don't you roll a D10? And I'm going to roll the D10. And you can take the lower of the two. <laughs> Boy, I, I'm going to get KO'd here. <laughs> oh, hey, that's oh not God. bad. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, okay. 
You take two. Okay, that's uh, good because I got quick, one HP. You roll with it. Uh, that likely would have taken your head off if you hadn't rolled with it. Hey, now that's uh, so enough. You, you end up on the floor, uh, bruise on the side of your face and the rough shape of a question mark from the crook of his staff, but otherwise you'll heal. <laughs> uh, Mister, that is enough out of you. I'm sick of it. I'm going to wager my sledge against your crook that I can hold my breath longer than you. Ooh. Oh, Seeing yeah. <laughs> uh, as you are not among the living, little one, your bravery speaks volumes, but it would not be a fair test. What do you mean, not in the living? <laughs> uh, Mr. Pierce, what's he tell Mr. McIntyre, what's he mean? Um uh Fine, I'll arm wrestle you. That's a brilliant idea. Hmm. He thinks about it for a moment. And he says, hmm, well, luck may play into it, I suppose. We'll leave it to fate then. What do you wager? Your st my staff against your sledge? Uh, that's, that's all I got, sir. You didn't want any of the gold. You said it was bad. So outside of that, all I got is this hammer. It's a fair wager. One fall. You're going to make a strength test. Uh, he's going to make a strength test. Basically, it's just highest wins. Okay. So fortunately for strength checks, I do get to go a dice size up. Mm-hmm. Then we'll... Which is good because he is a giant. <laughs> and I could spend a boon to increase my die type again, right? You can. Or what else can I do with a boon? All right, so with a boon, uh, you can increase your next roll by a uh, die size. You can my handy dandy charts here. Can you do a reroll as well? Uh, I've got two. You can reshuffle your gun deck. Uh, you can rid yourself of hex tokens uh, for a reroll, unless you roll a natural one, which can't be rerolled. Okay, I'm gonna use my first boon to raise my d24 up to a d30. And then if I fail, I'll re-roll. All right. Well, he is only whirling a d20, but he has a plus six modifier. He's got a much better modifier than me. Yeah, you got bigger dice size. Uh, all right. Well, um, oops, oh. that didn't roll. Mm. 19, not bad. Oh, you beat him. There we go. Scab's the hero. <laughs> Scab is the hero. You're a real big, sir. Yeah, it's, I think uh, at some point he probably actually like breaks my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep going. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. So I uh, guess you know it's it. You guys struggle for a bit, and you're you're eventually able to pin his arm, and uh, he sits up, uh, picks up his staff, and he offers it to you in both hands. Well, so there funny. is a hero in your town. Yeah, I told you, Mr. Pierce is a real good guy. But uh, in fairness, I think you should still take my hammer because it's you shouldn't go out there without something. Well, uh, yeah, take your hammer. Uh, now is the time that we must speak. I'm a prophet of my people. I have visions. I have visions that require a hero's intervention. 
All right. Well, you got Mr. McIntyre here. He's ready to hear you. Uh, this task. A hero can have companions. You are the hero. And these are your companions. That's right. I'm Mr. I'm Mr. McIntyre's companion. Uh, that is correct. Scab, scab, in this situation, uh, you're in charge. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know that's who the hell came up with that idea. That's the way. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you did. You <laughs> unintentionally. You are the hero in whatever endeavor, and we are your companions to assist you in it. I heroically listened to the wise advice of Mr. McIntyre. Oh, good heroes know when to take sage counsel. He nods, uh, he snaps his finger for more beer to be delivered to the table, and everybody's mugs are uh, filled. There are still some bystanders watching, by the way, but most people have kind of fled. Uh, when the, the barkeep is up there, I do want to... Um, uh, would you mind going and getting the doctor? Uh, we are in desperate need of uh, uh, medical oh, yeah, aid. We're all about to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel quite fortunate to get off with one HP after that. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll send for the doc. Uh, it's kind of late in the evening. He's he's probably already deep in his cups and his laudlum, but he might still be able to to, to bandage a person up. I'll, I'll go get him. Thank you. So the uh, the giant of a man uh, now sits back with his refilled beer and says. Uh, as I say, I'm a prophet of my people. I have visions. I have uh, visions of dark days ahead. And one of you folk, one of the diminutive people, I see in my visions. My visions are not clear as my sight. And uh, he removes the bandage over his eyes. And this causes the rest of the patrons to run. Mm. As you see, he's only got but one eye socket. But the eye has been damaged. Uh, it looks like sword thrust or something sharp has gone through it, and so it's, you know, it's it's all kind of muddy and liquidy, and it looks horrible. As my physical sight has been taken, so has some parts of my spiritual sight. But still, the visions come upon me. I see a dark day. I see a book with many pages. I see the book has been taken for a dark use, a dark purpose. I see heroes descending upon those who would use the book to bring back gods of old. The heroes win. The book is captured, but the pages have a mind of their own. They fly into the air, into the far corners of the earth. I see here in this town, I see a man of wealth, a man of power who seeks to take the town to squeeze the populace of all of its blood, of all of its worth. On this man in my vision is one of those pages from that unholy book. Is the man the page? Or does the page possess the man? I don't know. The man is the key here now. 
to stop what is to come. I see seven riders entering a town, killing all within, slaying, removing fingers, removing souls, removing children. I see the seven riders going from town to town. This is played over and over. Within the riders is another page of the book. Okay. I see a man who was himself seen by one of the elder gods. The god is restless. He blinks in his sleep. The man is within his field of vision. The man is cursed. Somewhere in the man's possession, another page. Okay. The hero from this town, I see, may stop what is to come. But my vision fails me. Whether the hero wins or the hero fails, I do not know. But the hero comes from this town. I've come from my hills. I've come from my people. I do not like you. I do not like this town. This town who robs their heritage, who takes from our burial grounds. But I come to warn you. I come looking for hope for all. I've shown you my vision. I've said my words. I will leave in peace. If okay. you are that hero, and he puts his hand like very gently on the top of your head, Scabs. If you are that hero, may you win the day. For dark days come if you do not. Um, okay. Well, you go ahead and take that hammer and I'm real sorry if anybody went digging through your kinfolk's place. Yeah, not, not a big fan of that stuff. How will we know stuff. one of these pages when we see one? Oh, yeah, I can't read. I I can probably assist with that. I have some extra senses. Um, I do not know. I know the pages shift, the pages change. The pages are alive. They can appear to be however they wish. I know we want to, like, one, destroy uh, I know one of the pages is the man of wealth, or perhaps the man of wealth has one of the pages. I see him in a place where the stars, the sun, the moon is tracked. Hmm. And that's all I know. Do we need to like destroy the page? Is that the goal? Or do we just need to capture the page? He shrugs. So the hero will know. Hero will know. All right, Scab. To the observatory, but not right now. Beer first, and then food, and then a nap. A long nap. I don't know nothing. Don't worry. I don't either. Were there any other particularly wealthy people other than the coma guy? Yeah. Um, so the banker. Banker. <laughs> <that's> missing. <laughs> banker and the fish guy. Yeah, the yeah the fish. Well, uh, the okay. So the guy you were looking for, Aloysius, uh, was the he's dead. He's dead. Uh, the yep. fishmonger is in the hospital. <laughs> yep. uh, the only other wealthy people in town were the banker. Uh, possibly the woman that runs this place is supposed to be very wealthy, uh, but he did mm. say he. Uh, yeah. But you know who knows? 
the other place is uh, supposedly um, there is a cult in the area. Uh, its leaders might be wealthy. Uh, actually, Chance knows about them. Yeah. I yeah. said the place where the stars and the sun and the moon are tracked and like uh, observatory, probably. Mm-hmm. That's where they Keep go. Keep in mind that there are two observatories in this town. Yeah. Yeah. There's the new one that was just built that uh, one of the reasons Pierce is here. Yeah. Uh, but there was also mm-hmm. discovered an ancient one as well. I feel like you might be talking about the ancient one because you didn't use, uh, you didn't say will be tracked. Mm. Okay. So our clues were a rich man. Seven riders, and what was the that third clue again? A place where the stars, sun, and moon are tracked. Yeah. And it. Yeah. Well, uh Scab, this is your call. Yeah. Lead us. But like not right this instant. Yeah, we need doctors and food. Unless you're you're leading us into like a full belly and a good night of rest. I mean, I think Jebediah has a really good point. It sounds like it's an old problem. It makes sense to go to an old place. If y'all want me to, like, shine your shoes or take any of your clothes to wash while you sleep, I'll do that. You've, um, uh, you've been through quite a bit. Why don't you take some time to work on patching yourself up? You got oh, a lot really of gold holes that. to fill. I do. I got about 13 points of holes to fill. Yeah. Okay. So whoever has the lowest luck amongst you, uh, make a luck check. That's me. <laughs> it's seven. I don't know about you. Right now. Mine's a six. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Five, I pass. Wow. All right. Uh, the doctor, while drunk, has not yet taken his laudlum for the night, so he's functional yet drunk, uh, but he is able to attend to everybody. So uh, everybody will be able to take advantage of a doctor's help, which means you can get two hit points back overnight. For those of you who get hit, back, hit points back, the normal method. If you spend all day, so this is sundown. If you spend sundown to sundown, you can get three hit points back. Um, so I'll just start stitching myself up. Think we're oh, we're gonna need like a whole that. week to heal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to slow unless you've got magical healing. Or uh, if you can heal a hit that per hour. <laughs> there is that too. I would definitely say that we need to take advantage of a full day doctor care. Uh I need 13 points back. Yeah. <laughs> attribute damage. Uh, you get, uh, if with under care, you can get up to two points of attribute uh, points back per day. Okay. And that's for, in addition to For each to of the attributes. Yeah. In for each attribute? For, to each of the attributes that okay. are down. Let us definitely take advantage of that. So two hit points and two to each attribute. Yeah. And that's going right. to take you, uh, essentially you're doing nothing for yeah. the next... 24 hours so does okay, that mean that i get three hours i saw something about i get two luck back would that mean i get two for every one is that why it said that because if you always get two back uh no you don't get luck back uh, luck's no uh luck is one of the attributes oh. that don't refresh 
So like you are the oh. only one that gets luck back. Nobody else gets luck. Okay. Back. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, luck is a finite resource. Uh, you get it through you know role play and other things, but your character class regenerates luck. Sweet. I plan to spend it sparingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, scabs probably did eat all of Dimitri to be able to heal up all the damage that you took. <laughs> so there's no corpse. I uh, will say you left a hand in. Um, oh, what is our character's name? Oh, Killian. So you left a hand in Killian's possession. But other than that, you probably ate all of poor Mr. <laughs> Dimitri. All right, so um, Pierce, are you going to go out back for your gold after you just hit it outside? Uh, yeah, once he's gone, I'll definitely, as we're waiting for the doctor to show up, I'll definitely go scoop that stuff and bring it inside. You're going to bring it inside? Okay. Yeah. All right. Glad uh, to stand guard over it wherever you like, sir. Do you take care of yourself first? Um, we'll just... Well, I'm okay. You're okay? Uh, well, if you're fine, why don't you... You keep a hold of it and keep an eye on it and see if you can find a blacksmith uh, that we can pay a very healthy share to melt this down. Yes, well, sir. I'll go find He's probably asleep, but I'll find it so we can do it first thing in the morning, sir. Sounds good. You live Maybe. in this town, Scab. Uh, you, yeah. you know who the blacksmith is. Actually, there's only one there. in town. Yeah. I mean, there's a whitesmith. If you want to go to somebody that specializes in uh, gold and silver and jewelry, there's a whitesmith. Uh, that's a lot of gold, though. So, which way are you going, blacksmith or a whitesmith? <laughs> I know two different ways we can go about this, Mister McIntyre. Whichever you prefer. Uh, maybe the one that specializes in gold. They may be a little more capable of handling this. And yes, you know, right. they'll probably take a cut, but it might be worth it. Yeah, I'm. I'm willing to let them take up to like a quarter of it. That's a lot of money. That yeah. is a lot, but it's still a lot of money for us. And silence is what I think we're buying the most here. Well, we had like yeah, 20, 23 s- pounds of gold, I think. Mm-hmm. I can just go sit on their doorstep so we're their first customer if you like. Sounds good. While the uh, while the doctor's in, can I probe him on how the rich dude uh, is in the coma healing? Like, yeah, some um, he's that. he's still in a coma. Uh, he does say that uh, he actually um, hmm. he says a bunch of telegraphs came in for him today. Uh, he was hoping that he would come out of his coma, but he hasn't. Um, hmm. Basically, all he tells you. Interesting. I'll uh, have to find a way to see what those say. I think uh, I'll want to work on button into that whole thing uh, while everyone's recovering their HP because I don't have a whole lot to recover. After yeah, so one you night, can be good. get a normal night's sleep and you can go out and do stuff during the afternoon tomorrow. Okay, so unfortunately, uh, it sounds like you're leaving the gold under the roof tonight, uh, which means uh, sometime after midnight, this is one of the few buildings that has electricity in the town, mm-hmm. or one of the buildings that does have electricity in the town. Uh, there is a large boom that wakes you guys from your sleep. 
um, as one of the relays, the electricity that runs the building explodes, causing a fire uh, yeah. in the Star Hotel. Well, that certainly lends some credibility to that cursed crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it essentially the the room that all these circuits are kept in that uh, powers the place. The ceramics are just destroyed. Starts a huge fire down there. Uh, they do manage to put it out, but unfortunately, means that you guys do not get a solid night's sleep. Mm. Uh, so instead of healing the three, going to heal the two. Okay. Oh, yeah. good, because that's what I already recorded. So, yeah, you guys are roused in the middle of the night as people are checking in to see if any of the outlets in the rooms had sparked enough to cause fire in any of the rooms. Some of the rooms did. Yours was fine, although you're all in separate rooms. But, uh, you know, eh, nah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so they get it under control, but it does cause a lot of disruption through the night where you need some sleep. So, you know, you sleep further into the day. Um, Jebediah. So you're the one that can be up and moving around during the day along with scabs. Actually, scabs, let's do you first since you just kind of sat out front of uh, his yeah. establishment. I don't sleep so good anymore. Yeah, so right at sunup, a uh, well-dressed man is heading right to uh, the jewelry shop. Um, his name is uh, Bernard. Uh, Bernard uh, knows you. I mean, he's you're a regular in the town. He's like, oh, uh, Hey, Scab. Uh, something Hello. needed at the hotel? Well, hopefully your services, sir. I have been hired on behalf of the esteemed Pierce McIntyre to request your services for the appraisal. And um, I'm not good with big words, sir. There's a fancy man who's got gold. And you're a man who handles gold. And I said, hey, I know a guy. And... I told him you're pretty reasonable and he's willing to pay you fair to handle it. Yeah, what's he need? Uh, how many ounces of gold does he want to turn it into rings and to um, um, bands? Uh, tie tacks? What's he want? I think he wants some kind of trade. It's about 23 pounds. Is uh, that ounces. a lot? Ounces, right, Scap? Ounces. No, right? pounds. It was pounds? real heavy, sir. It pounds. was a lot. But I told him you're a honest. gold. Some yeah, gold. It, yes, sir. Um, now I know. I told him you're a good man, and uh, if he was going to work with somebody, it should be you. Um, he's looking around, to see if anyone's listening. A uh, scab. Uh, he's he's quickly pulling out his keys. Why don't you come inside and let's uh, let's talk it over in here? Okay. Now you know I can't read nothing, so if there's anything needs signed, Mister McIntyre will need to do that. Um. Scab, this man isn't a isn't a criminal, is he? I mean, this is not stolen gold that someone's going to come looking for, is it? He no, didn't rob he... a train or something, somebody's payroll? Oh, no, sir. That man couldn't rob nothing, but he's real learned, and he's dressed real nice, and he talks real nice. He's been good to me. He pays me four cents a day. I used to make two. Yes. Yes, uh... Well, Scab, um, why don't you send him my way um, that amount of gold? What's what does he want? A statue? I'm I'm not much of a, a sculptor, I'm afraid. Uh, um, I think he probably just wants to cash out. I don't think he has. Oh, oh, cash out! Oh, 
scabs. I'm afraid I don't have that kind of coin on me for pounds. Of maybe gold. he just wants to make it bars or something. Okay, okay, okay. I don't really know, sir. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to waste your time or nothing. I just I'll figure. Oh no, right. no, no. I'm 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 interested. I mean, of course. Uh, I mean, my expertise doesn't come free. I mean, your your friend will have to pay a fee for the. Uh, the smelting of his gold and all. Um, right. You're sure he's not, you haven't seen his face at the sheriff's office on any of those pictures, have you? No, no, sir. He's got a real kind face. He's got kind eyes. He's a good man. Okay. Well, you tell your friend to come here um, after business hours. It sounds like he wants to keep things quiet. Um, I will make myself available after sundown. He's welcome to come by. I'll, I'll work late today. You have him come by. Okay, Scab? Um, Mr. Bernard, you're just the nicest fella ever. I'm so glad you're here. And, and Scab, and he pulls out like this little bitty weight. This is an ounce, Scab. He pulls out a larger one. This is a pound, Scab. Oh, I'm I know. sure it's pounds of gold, Scab. I know very intimately how heavy this gold is. <laughs> You have no idea how heavy and how well I know how heavy it is. I carried it myself, sir. I, I trust you, Scabs. I trust you. Um, okay. Okay. Tell your friend I'll be here working after sundown. Uh, the sign will say close, but if he, he raps on my door three times, I'll know it's him. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, sir. You're you're a real good man. Hmm. <laughs> he just does mm. <laughs> the non-committal. Mm. All right, uh, Jebediah. Uh, so, what are you doing in the morning? You're up while well, everyone else is still well, sleeping it off, getting as much healing as they can. The doctor comes right. uh, first thing in the morning to change bandages and look everybody over as well, and keep everything up. He's more sober in the morning. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think I want to. Uh, do you say like where those telegrams went to? When in? Oh, you can actually like catch the doctor in the morning. He's like, uh, I've got him right here. Actually, uh, since uh, I'm treating the man, we figured that uh, I could hand it to him as soon as he wakes up. When I notice that he's up, unfortunately, uh, prognosis isn't good. He took a took a pretty bad hit to the head, and uh, I don't know if he'll ever Ooh. recover. To be honest, well, he kind of. Well, I pray he does. So. Well, yes, I suppose folks, some folks would pray for that. Yes. Uh, you're not a town folk. Uh, I've never ministered to you before. You come out on the train? Yeah, a few, uh, few days ago at this point, I think. Okay. Well, well some, uh, you seem to have a, a personal inclination to know about his health. And just to let you know. Well, you... I was there when he got injured. I didn't, I don't really know much about his past or anything. I just, you know, went through the trouble of getting him not outright killed, and I have been curious to see how he's doing. A good Samaritan, then. Okay, well, something you should know, son. Have have a seat. Have a seat. Laudlam. Okay, I, I, a little early. I, I know. Um, look, no, I'll uh, take it. <laughs> <laughs> he pours a little out for you, a little bit out for him. Uh, look, uh, it's it's noble, noble to think uh, so well of your fellow human being, but. You'll find that he's not 
really well liked in this town. He's been causing some problems and he's one of our wealthier gentry, but he's very tight with his coin and not a very likable man. So uh, I'm sure it would mean a lot to some folks if there was someone else looking for him. Uh, if you'd like to visit him, you just tell him, uh, you just tell him that Dr. Snare said it was okay. You seem like a good man. If you want to just check in, maybe, maybe it'll do some good. Okay. Certainly no one else is going to. I appreciate the info. Uh, yeah. All I can uh, get being new here. Um, Make me a personality check. Okay. Uh, I'm going to burn two luck on that. Okay. So what does that get you? Ooh, that's bad. (laughs) All right, so you rolled a six, and if you're rolling... You get to roll for your luck instead of just taking the numbers, I believe. Yeah. So go ahead and roll for those two points of luck, and let's see if you can get it to at least a 10. You do. Okay. 11. Yeah. Look, look. Um, in the off chance uh, that he does come to, would you give him these telegrams um, and see what it can hurt? I doubt he's going to come through. So these really oh, don't mean much of anything. But uh, if he does, if he does, and he just pulls a couple of telegrams out of his pocket, hands them to you. I'll take them and uh, try and contain my excitement. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll make sure he gets them. You successfully, at the very least, that nobody else gets them. Person. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Awesome. Uh, you have the telegrams. Uh, if you want to take a quick peek at them, uh, it's from the business people that were trying to uh, lock down a contract for uh, the seafood in the area that you kind of know about before uh they're giving him a 12-hour window if uh, they don't get a telegram back by late evening today um it falls through Uh, they're willing they're willing to advance uh 20 percent uh to bank in town uh they'll wire it they'll send a telegram over for the transfer if uh they, they can hear back from him in the next 12 hours i am absolutely (laughs) <laughs> uh, making my way to make that telegram go through and insert myself right in the middle of this deal. <laughs> All right. You want to do that now? You want to head over to the bank? Uh, yeah. The telegrapher's so. office is right next door to the bank. So how do you want to handle this? I mean, the telegrams are for the specific person. Um, so let's see. What was his name? Cyrus Crow. So yeah, the telegrams are for Cyrus. Uh, from bank so, um, company called Pentex. Do okay. <laughs> do so. I, I, it kind of depends on how the telegram is sent. Do I need somebody else to send it for me, or am I able to like type it out myself if I know how, and then just say like I'm, you know, the, well, the way I want to well this, you're able to schmarm your way in typically people don't know how to operate a telegraph key um so that's what the telegraphers for uh but because i think i would want to approach it as i'm still playing off of like trying to be this guy's only friend 
and the angle I would want to take is like, oh, you know, we don't want all these. I want to update them on the scenario of, uh, you know, our friend here, let the bank know that he needs a few more days to make his decision. And I'd hate for him to, you know, continue to get all this spam mail. I'm sure it's a hassle for you guys constantly getting messaged when he's not responding. Well, you, so you work it out. Clear uh, all that up. When you walk into the office, I mean, the sign it's five cents a word to be sent. Hmm. I'm uh, sure I can absorb his capital for <laughs> paying this fee. <laughs> uh, there's a woman in her late thirties that's uh, manning the desk, a uh, very mm-hmm. tight bun on the back of her hair, large Coke bottle glasses. Um, gives you just kind of a, just a quick mm, smile. Uh, she points over to the pad. There's a pad next to the telegrapher's desk that you write out your message. Um, you know, and she, again, she taps the prices five cents a word. Okay. So that's, that's what I'm telling them I want to do, but I do want to like accept the deal, um, on behalf of this guy. Okay. So what are you, what, what message are you writing out for her? Uh, like, because you're obviously, you're not Cyrus. Everyone in this town knows who Cyrus is. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I would need her to send it for me. Do you tell me a way around that? And uh, do you would does your character actually know how to run a telegraph? Um, because uh, what is your occupation? Let's put it that way. Occupation. I mean, other yeah. than gambler, I'm not sure. Yeah, so gambler is uh, your class. Everybody has an occupation from your zero level. What did that come up? Uh, I was a partner. It says on my sheet. Okay, you have you have no idea. Okay, so what happens then is if you think your character might have at some point picked it up, it's still not a skill for your occupation. So you'd be rolling a D10 to get it across clearly instead of a D20. Now, something different in, in this than mm-hmm. standard DCC is that your characters can learn skills. You can actually uh, up to two skills per level that you can start learning. So for instance, if Jebediah wanted to start to learn how to use a telegraph key on his mm-hmm. own, you could start that by doing this here. You get a D10, uh, you spend some hours at it. Uh, so like you could spend the rest of the day learning, you go to the library and learn. I think that would be a fantastic investment. And then <laughs> your what'll happen is instead of a D10, you go one die size up. And then when you hit uh, when you hit the D20, it means that you it is now a skill. Uh, until it's a skill, you basically have to spend some time every day, uh, you know, working at it. So if you want to spend the afternoon uh, learning how to use a telegraphy key and come back and ask if you could send out your own, mm-hmm. uh, you'd be doing it at D12. Okay. Okay. I, I'd give you that. Uh, but you also would have to figure out some way for her to let you do it. So the story I would feed her um, is that I've always been in, like, this is the, profession i wanted to go into but things went kind of crazy and uh i'm like terribly interested i'm like oh you know could i i I would love to you know stumble my way through sending off my own telegram though oh wow okay um i tell you what uh why don't you make a make me a personality um a personality check I'm going to burn luck on that as well. Okay, so do you have a bonus for personality? Because you do add your bonus to the roll. 
I do not. Just okay. plot 10. So, so that'll be a 11. An 11. Okay. Ooh. That's not great, but uh, it's, so she's, you know, she'll look you up and down and say, look, uh, if you, uh, you got a couple of dollars for my time, I'll, you know, show you around the keys. And uh, when I take my lunch break, you're free to hammer on it all you want. Absolutely. I, obviously your services are worth some financial compensation. So, uh, yeah, I'd be willing to. Sure. You spend two bucks. She gives you a few hours of, uh, showing you how to use the key. And then when she closes the place down for luck or for lunch, she lets you continue your studies. All right. So what, so you told me kind of what you wanted to say. Let's say it's really brief, though. Most telegraphs are brief. So you're saying that there's uh, what there's some sort of some problem going on, but you want to go ahead with the deal. Well, so that that whole story was for like me getting in the door to reply. Okay. Um, right, so what do you want to but say? But now that I'm replying uh, freely, I'm going to just accept the deal. So because they said that they like gave all the terms of it right and yeah. said I have 12 hours to respond. So I'll uh, respond saying that sounds good. I'll uh, I will await the funds and appreciate doing business with you. Just like a real cordial. Okay. Roll me a d twelve. Uh, let's see if it comes across as desired. Okay. Six. Good enough. And I'm going to yeah. burn another. You don't, you don't or need. Do to, I need to burn it? Just need a five. Okay. Just need a five. Awesome. Uh, sure. You shoot off a telegram, uh, a telegraph. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a little, you know, you got just a few hours worth of learning. So it's kind of very simplistic, uh, but not necessarily bad. You know, some, sometimes some telegraph offices are not, you know, not as good as others. So maybe it was just a new person at the key. So you send it off. Uh, and just as she's coming back from her lunch break, you get a reply and it comes in just, you know, as you hear her in the entry rooms, you tear it off real quick. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so deals accepted. Uh, you, you should have a transfer to your bank in the next day is what it says. Great. Uh, and I was assuming that I was like providing the, Banking information. It in seems like they already had right. it. It seems like they already had the information. Oh, okay. For that. So now I have to figure out how to access his bank. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Now you All do right. have his wallet, which includes like his account numbers and stuff. But the only thing you're right. contending against is that this town knows him, hates him, yeah. but knows him. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll uh, we'll cut. We'll say this is uh, this takes most of the afternoon. So scab, you work for the hotel a little bit today, as you want to do. Um, you know, and so uh, you get the the pig brains from the uh, <laughs> the slaughter <laughs> for the food this evening. They give you the pig brains and the, the stuff that they don't use. Um, you too, kind man. Thank you so much. The rest of you guys are convalesced all day. It's uh, coming to sundown before you feel like you're you're ready enough to get out of bed. Gives us just enough time to go and melt some gold. Yes, uh, Scab, thank you for, for running that errand. Uh, I will definitely, he, he, yeah. Go ahead. Well, he, he said we should come by after business hours. I think he understood you wanted to be um, discreet. 
Yes, you are exactly right. Uh, and I do think that um, I should definitely not go alone. So who's coming with? I'd love to uh, go with you, sir. You're done yeah, with all I'll your stuff by this time. Yeah, Jebediah. Sweet. Yeah, I would absolutely want to come along. <laughs> I mean, I got to rest some more, but I can get out of the bar for a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jebediah, you hear the rustle of wings again. Hmm. No one else seems to have heard it. Okay. I'm going to kind of like look around me and see if I can see anything, but. Yeah. You, no, say, there's... you say like rustle of wings is like something flying by me or does it sound like something taking off? Or... Like uh, a very large bird settling near you. Hmm. I like <laughs> pat my no, shoulders. It, it, it's just like a, almost like a, a phantom oral thing. You, you know, you didn't feel anything. You certainly don't sense anything. You just heard like the flutter of wings. Hmm. Neat. I'll look down at the dagger again. I'm like, I really need to find someone that knows what this is. <laughs> and, uh, I'll, I guess, uh, both chance and scab are native. I'm like, do you know anyone that I could probe on some like occult information about this? I mean, I wouldn't recommend like that. probing anybody, but I mean, you could ask them some questions. I mean, you probably should yes. ask that that one eyed feller. He seemed uh, to be able to I see a lot it. without an eye. I was gonna. Ask him, and then he had a pretty adverse reaction to that gold. Oh, uh, yeah. And I feel this might be in that same vein. Can see, uh, it ate blood, so I don't think it's necessarily of the good kind of enchantment. Kind well, of, you know, maybe you shouldn't be so quick to judge. Uh, well, Fair enough. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> pop, pop a little finger but, in your mouth there. <laughs> I, there. There wasn't a whole lot of room for uh, error with him, it seems. So I would I'd feel a little bit safer asking someone in town. Yeah. Do, do we know a place in town that other than the cultists who handle occult things? Really, the, cult, the, the cultists are the only <laughs> people you know that deal with odd stuff like that. I mean, the town is just kind of under a pall of odd stuff going around, but really aren't right. any specialists in odd stuff. Other than the cultists, probably. <laughs> other than the cultists. I mean... I, I mean, I'll mention that. I mean, we got the... the, the uh, well, we had two cults for a while, but uh, now we just got one. I mean, mm. after we're done with our task tonight, maybe tomorrow we go talk to the cultist to see if we can figure out something about your knife. I mean, sure. We'll Just all be, be careful because, like, you're talking to cultists about occult things and they might get a fancy for it. Well, I'm fairly decent at occult things. And uh, Scab here is a force to be reckoned with. Um, what? Uh, Let's do the gold first, and then then we'll yes. find. Yeah, gold someone. first for sure. Yes. Scab is also now carrying around this ten foot tall, thick as a tree stump staff uh-huh. around just, everywhere. <laughs> and it's a shepherd's like, crook, so it's got that yeah. kind of 
question mark could roll on it. <laughs> it's like when you have one of the colossal weapons in Elden yes. Ring. Something's just way <laughs> yeah. too big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing I do want to check is, is it, I guess it's kind of dark right now, though. Oh, yeah, it's getting oh, dark. Yeah. But what what you need? Um, is the blade reflective at all? Like, um, yeah, sure. That I would like, I kind of want to just like look at it like a mirror, do like a 360 around myself and see if I see anything in its reflection. Oh, oh, that's smart. Uh, make me a luck check. Okay. What was this brilliant idea? Sorry. Uh, he's looking in the reflection of the dagger to see if he sees anything. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, oh no! He's gonna that's see. A, that's a it's a oh, nat wow. twenty. <laughs> that's a heck of a fail. And yes, you get a hex token from that. Uh, yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay, so you see a death's head, like a death skull, behind you for just an instant, and that's actually what gives you the hex. It just sends a shiver through your spine, but then you're not convinced Oof. you actually saw it. It may have just been your nerves. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that another time. But maybe when it's a little bit brighter and got more light to work with. Yeah. I tell you what, um, I have not been rewarding them probably as much as I should, but the whole thing about you scamming your way into getting some money into his bank, I'll give you a boon for that. So if you want to cancel out that hex right now, you can. Otherwise, you can. Awesome. Now I only have two hexes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys go over to Bernard's. Uh, sure enough, his shop has got the clothes sign down, but you see a light on inside, chimney still burning. Uh, he said knock three times. I will do as Scab instructs and knock three times. Uh, as soon as the last knock reverberates, that door is opened just a hair. <laughs> it's very quickly, it's like, Scabs? Is this your friend? Hello. Yes, sir, this is Mr. McIntyre. He's the fancy man with the kind eyes I spoke of. Okay. Uh, Pierce, he's got like uh, wanted posters that he must have gotten from the sheriff's office. He's just quickly flipping through them as he's looking at you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jebediah, you're there too. And I think we had said that you might be on a wanted list somewhere. Yeah, farther down the train line. Okay. I'm all probably nothing major. Probably like. I pictured myself being like on more of like a barred from entry list on a few oh, casinos. Not necessarily wanted for anything. Yeah, just like not a like person of ill repute. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to yeah. make us stand around out here? Yeah. Uh, he flips through them real quick. And he doesn't see uh, Pierce's picture anywhere. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. Come on, Nick. Come in. Come in. Come in. This very well. Very unusual circumstances, you understand. I just need to make sure that uh, there's not any illegalities going on here. I... Scabs must have made a mistake. Scabs a a very industrious young man, but I'll perhaps not the brightest. The door on in. You know, he's opened it. You guys okay. can right. come in. Uh, he said something about pounds of gold yeah. that you need made into something. I'll just yeah, pull the gold right. out and set it on a table. Okay. Uh, and again, there are these like grotesque statuaries and he's like, oh, oh that's hideous. It, yeah, it, it's, it's terrible. He, uh, would you mind if I 
just did some quick tests. Have at it. Your thumb merges as you know to see how much it displaces. It's like this is gold. This is it's mixed with something else. Uh, it's not pure, but this is gold. Uh, I can see why you would want it melted down. Honestly, these are yeah. some of the most hideous figurines I have ever seen. And yeah. is this meant to be a crown? It's not. <sighs> it's not symmetrical. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. Uh, we came across it through our adventuring ways and have claimed it as lawful salvage. I see. So uh, no one's going to come looking. No one. No okay. one. This is all above board, but um, you know how when pounds of gold show up, people tend to. Well, now I must say, uh, Mr. McIntyre, uh, I am a jeweler, a whitesmith. I typically turn gold like this, and I fashioned it into necklaces, rings, bands. Mm -hmm. um, I'm afraid ingots are not uh, a mold that I have, but how would a, what a sizable medallion do? Uh, a bit bigger than a dollar piece? Sure. So That's that, just I have molds fine. for that. Something that is easier for us to tote. Uh, and not so hideous to look upon. Yes. Uh, do you happen to know what is mixed with the gold? That is a unknown to me as well as it is to you. Do you think in your process of smelting it down, you could work that out? Uh, yes, it would help if I knew what it was beforehand, but I, I'm, the process is the same regardless. It's uh, a, a question of hazard. I really uh, don't know. But there's a lot of like water. Like, are there any? Metals I would err on more commonly in the Maybe let's just start with a small piece. Well, and I'll I'll tell you what. I know it could be hazardous to you, so I'm willing to make the offer of um, you keep fifteen percent of it. Fifteen percent of uh, the gold weight, not the total weight. The the gold when you're done with your process. You keep fifteen percent of. He thinks what comes about out it for it. just a yeah. moment. He says, "That's that's fair. Uh, that, that fifteen percent of the once I've divided it, fifteen percent of the gold weight. Yes, not um, the weight on the table now. Fifteen percent of the weight when you're done with your work. And and just in case you're worried of anything hazardous, sir, like we don't know what it is, but there is a lot of like." water themed stuff like so maybe like there's any like salt water metals or things of that nature i don't know but like there was like ocean type stuff i see um well i will consider it to be hazardous uh, as uh mr he kind of you haven't said name so he just kind of nods at uh, jebediah who was trying to say uh, err on the side of caution. I will assume that it's hazardous and take necessary precautions. Whatever the other element is, uh, is it just dross to you? Do I get rid of it? Uh, uh, I, I would it be interested something... in at least seeing it, maybe keeping it. If it's something valuable, uh, we can work up a deal after the fact on uh, how to split it as payment for your labors. Um, but if you can, yes, I would like to, to keep it. Uh, I'm sure it has some kind of uh, curious property. 
Hey, very well. Uh, come back uh, tomorrow uh, during normal Thank business hours. Now. That'll give me enough time to uh, do the process on a, a pound or so of this. Uh, and I'll be able to give you some information then. Uh, the whole process, uh, I'm going to need a few days uh, to work with this much gold and, and to be safe. That's, That's fine. Fair. As Killian finally wakes up from his nap. Uh, Scab, is there something you were raising your hand, son? Is there something you needed? Oh, I was just waving at Killian. He's been out of it. <laughs> I think it's been the blood loss from the uh, the buttock incident. Uh, yeah, so, I'm, Killian, you've I'm just been so staring sorry, off Killian. into the middle distance since uh, <laughs> the game. Yeah, you, you did get to recover two HP, though. Yes. As you continue to stare into the distance in your sleep with your eyes wide open. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You also still have Mr. Dimitri's hand. The rest of Mr. Dimitri is now in scab. Oh, that's handy. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, he will process a pound of it tonight. Come back during business hours tomorrow and he'll let you know. Sounds good. Thank you so much for helping us, sir. I, like I said, I told him you're good people, and I'm real um, glad you're here for us. If you only need a pound of it tonight, perhaps we could hold on to the rest of it. That would be fine. Yeah. Okay. Probably for you know your safety as well. I'm sure having that much gold in your possession might be a little uh, anxiety inducing. So, well, I do have a vault, but no, you're right. Uh, uh, do you have a vault? Best. Oh yes. Of Let's keep it here then. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, a vault's a little safer than on our persons. A vault's a little safer than tucked into a burlap bag under my bed. <laughs> Um, or shoved into an undead child. Or shoved into scab. <laughs> oh, we won't it's okay. I've got a lot that, of crevices. I say it's a little bit more safe in scab than in the bag. It's very uncomfortable, though. If we had to like order our preferences of gold storage, I mean, like the bag, uh, scab, and then the vault. You know. Yes, and Scab has just gone through so much effort getting himself stitched back together. I'm all patched up now. I'd yeah. really like to keep myself that way if I, I can. Would, I would prefer... If you, you really need me to, I'll cut myself open. You, my friend, are a champion, but no, uh, we are not going to be splitting you open again. Oh. You cut yourself I'm open really, and sew yourself shut. You're such a nice man, Mr. McIntyre. Thank you. I really didn't want to cut myself. Good, good, good. Yes, let's keep it in the vaults. That way it's not under the same roof that we're in. So as you're exiting the place, and yes, he's agreed to keep it in the vault. He'll have a pound of it processed if you happen to come by tomorrow uh, during normal business hours, uh, which is uh, nine to five. Yeah. Uh, He'll let you know how it turns out. Uh, As you're leaving, standing, uh, Killian has come out uh, of his room finally, uh, having rested a bit longer than the rest of you. Uh, He is now strolling uh, in the evening. Uh, Sun is just now uh, full down. Um, Some people are out enjoying their drinks and having an evening stroll in the nice weather that we're having. 
The poor fools. They don't know that the fish people are here. Or maybe they do know. Oh, As no. a rather fish-looking person, <laughs> <laughs> doffs his hat for you as you walk by. Hmm. <laughs> I suppose I'll uh, try to uh, locate the others. Yeah, uh, like I said, you run into each other. So they're just leaving um, Bernard's uh, uh, shop. Uh, so you see your the rest of your party just exiting uh, this jeweler's shop. Ah, Killian. Oh. Good. Ah, you I still see. have that hand in your pocket. Uh, gun. Hand. Yes, here we are. <laughs> Good. Uh, on with the show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so you guys well, are standing out in the middle of the street. Ah, uh, yeah, let's I'll just, go uh, back. Let's find somewhere private. Done. Yes. Okay. Uh, so um, what? You're doing this in your rooms at the Star, or do you go to the cemetery? Where do you go? Uh, I would vote for a stable. Stable? Okay. Well, the Star has a stable right next door. Uh, it's the SQ uh, to the right of the hotel there. Uh, your horse is stabled there, so you know you just make the excuse of going in and checking on them. Yeah, uh, Killian. So you, you take the hand out, and you're preparing to uh, do your special thing. Um, and behind uh, Jebediah, for just a moment, you see some large winged thing and a halo of bright light. It's just like. It's bright enough that you kind of you turn your head for just a moment. When you look back, it's gone. And Dimitri, or at least Dimitri's spirit, standing right behind Jebediah. And he's rolling a, a cigarette, puts it in his mouth, lights it, and says, No need to cast no spell to talk to me. Oh. Well, then... Um... What would you like me to do with this? <laughs> Just feed the rest of it to the kid. <laughs> he made short work of my body. Needs the rest of it. Oh. Uh, sorry about that. You, no one else sees or hears him. Just Killian. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so as you go to cast the spell, Killian, what happens is like you kind of go into that place where you can kind of sense and see uh, behind the veil, and so like. Dimitri's spirit's already there. Well, I don't really need this, actually. Uh, turns out um, he's rather present uh, here. Uh, Scab, uh, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, Dimitri decides, uh, says, with my most regards, bon appetit. <laughs> oh, wow, Mr. Killian. You Thank can't you hear so much. You, you don't see it. <laughs> oh, just, uh, just Mr. Killian no, handed it to me, so I say thank you. Are you okay. sure? Uh, yes, absolutely. I can see him more or less right there. Um, speaking of, what questions would we have for him in terms of this, um, well, investigation? Uh, should I be scared about the knife I have on my person? Probably, but um, everything should be Pinky's now. Can you ask him? I think that's what the Jebediah was asking. Can you ask him about the yeah. knife? Oh, oh, 
Yes, uh, the knife. Is the knife terrifying? Oh, in very. some way. To certain critters out there. And it's also my link to this world. Oh, uh, he likes the knife very much, and it's very dangerous to creatures of darkness. So I'd hang okay. on with that if I were you. I don't think I'm one of those, so sounds like... Yes, uh, I would say keep it away from Scab, but uh, yes, hang on to it. So is he like just watching us, like hanging out with us? He's actually right behind Jebediah's shoulder on the hip that the knife is strapped to. Just hanging out, smoking some spiritual weed there that he just rolled. (laughs) Nice. Uh, You you don't see any uh, winged things, do you, Gillian? Yes, right there. Well, not right there, but um, I can't really point through something. But if I could, it's right there through. Uh, the yeah, actually, you don't see it now. It, it was just like a really fast impression. It, it like it's it. Uh, Dimitri doesn't have wings. It's just you have this impression of large wings and a really bright light, and that's it's completely gone now. Hmm. Might be something else to ask him about. Uh, have him spill the beans about everything, so that way we might continue his work. Yes, oh, yeah. um, that's a good one. How much of our investigation can, or how much of your investigation can you now make our investigation? What, what, um, what bits of information do you have for us that could help us get to the bottom of, well, what's going on here? Well, I do believe that uh, that one-eyed individual uh, has put you on the proper path of things. You see. Um, some of us, we're part of that original posse that interrupted that cultist uh, ritual with the book. I was there that day, you see. So this is not your first time here. You've been disrupting the cult. Um, and there is a book somewhere. Well, not so much a book anymore. You see the pages. The pages scattered themselves to the far corners of the world. The reason why we came looking for this banker of yours is that we got when that he had one of those pages. Oh my, that makes things difficult. Um, or perhaps he, as the one-eyed man said, he may be one of those pages. It's hard to tell with these things you see. So he may have the banker that was killed may have or be a page to this evil book. That is correct. And so when he disappeared and brought certain of us in the know, come a looking. I see. Uh, I am, or I was Pinkerton, but within that agency and within many agencies, including the Rangers, our opposite number, uh, there are those of us who are more in the know of these things. So uh, it's not every Pinkerton you're going to run into that has an idea of all this occult uh, <laughs> knowledge. So we may very well be on our own from here on. You may. You may. There are those that fight the good fight, as it were, but there are many who would bring about that uh, that spell that was in this book. 
brings about the coming of uh, elder gods to this world, gods that uh, would destroy and cause much mayhem. It was uh, our humble species many, many years ago that put them behind doors, sealed away for what we hoped was all time. But this book is a fragment of one of them gods, and within it is the possibility of releasing his kin which we strive to stop from happening. Hmm. All right, so here's the deal. Um, everybody, there's an evil book that can be used to summon... Uh... Pages, my good Killian, the pages, the book no longer exists. Right, so the, the book that can do the actual summoning itself is no longer available. The pages have been dispersed. Uh, and one of them... Yes. Yes, that's what the the one-eyed Cyclops told us, that there's a wealthy man in town that may have or may be one of the pages. There were seven riders coming to town that would kill everyone that may have or be one of the pages. And that also there may be a third page at the one of the observatories. Oh. So... Mr. Pinkerton, sir, what? How, in what way would it be wisest to proceed? Well, as uh, the one-eyed individual rightly pointed out, I am not the hero of this tale, uh, leastwise anymore. Uh, it is up for those of you robed in mortal flesh to take upon you that brand. Now, I will say that never have I heard of more than one page coming into such close proximity of each other, as is the case now. Something is brewing. Well, okay, it seems that there is a conspiracy afoot, and perhaps more pages may be lurking closer together in this area on somebody's say-so. Um. <laughs> Killian, you watch as Dimitri just kind of stubs out his, his cigarette on uh, Jebediah's shoulder. <laughs> Jebediah, you do actually feel like a little burst of like cold or heat on that shoulder for just a moment. <laughs> I'll like go reach for it and kind of like look around. And... What did he have any information on where we should start? Observatories. Find the banker. Find the banker. Well, I think we kind of already sorted that out. So keep on keeping on. Well, I guess, yeah, we yes. do know to Jebediah, you've taken up friendship with this comatose banker. Uh, is oh, this no, the no, banker? Or this oh, is that's the fishmonger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The banker's the guy who went missing. Okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah. we find the banker, we find. Perhaps a page of this thing, and then uh, from there... Find the banker, save the world! That's it. (laughs) Ask him what we do once we recover the page. Do we just destroy it? Ooh, yes, that's a good question. Shall we just destroy the pages when we find them? I don't uh, believe the pages can be destroyed. They are something altogether not natural of this world. I think the best that can be accomplished is to contain the page. Like, like a uh, book. Put them in jail? Well, in a manner of speaking. What about super jail? 
<laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm sure our way of handling the problem will become more apparent as we begin to approach it. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. So okay. we go and we recover uh, a little more. We um, check in on our gold in the morning and we start tracking down the, well, I'm sorry. I am being presumptuous. This is not my decision to make. Scab. Um, uh, I have a little bit of business to attend to tomorrow. Uh, I think so. I just need to continue to, to heal. No, so I, I work for y'all. So, well, if I, I, if y'all get killed, I don't know what to do. So maybe y'all should be healthy before we go somewhere. I can handle that. Yes. So. Okay, let's rest up for the night, and then, yes, the morning, check on our gold, let Jebediah continue his bit of business, and then we start tracking down clues on the missing banker. Hooray! This sounds like a fun idea. Out okay. of all the ideas I've heard, it's one of them. So you guys are going to take another just regular night's rest for yeah. two hit points back. Okay. Uh, I, I, I need to go deep in for three or else, you know, okay. I'll be so you're going to take for all eternity. Yeah. Um, the rest of you can be up and about the next afternoon. So you can visit the uh, whitesmith. Uh, Jebediah, are you going to, you got any other plotting you want to do? I, I do. So I would like, is there, a like loop back equivalent of a telegraph where you can well, send one you've and it got looks this like wire yourself. <laughs> that goes to the hut. Uh, mm-hmm. and like, so you tell me, what do you want to do? <laughs> I, my goal is to forge a telegraph from one of his family members saying, Hey, we just wired him some funds to aid in his medical recovery. And see to it that he gets his best care. And I want to take that as like permission to the bank to withdraw funds on his behalf. Ooh, okay. Um, I tell you what. So forging the telegraph is easy enough because the lady, if you're paying, you pay her two dollars a day, and she's training you each day, so you get some time on the telegraph key, so you can easily pound out a message. That's Ooh. easy enough. Now the problem is you don't know any names of who his kin are. Yeah. So. Uh, he does, I have access to his house, don't I, with his stuff? <laughs> you have his, the key to his house. Uh, I feel like I would be, I would like to go through just his house real quick and see if I can find like a painting or anything that lists family members. Mm, okay, I'll uh, tell you what. So you're going to do this at night or are you going to be bold about it and do it while there's still people moving around in the streets? Um... I feel like I want to go for boldness, like early morning, go to okay. his house. Show up early morning. You have a key. Uh, you mm. open the door. Uh, go and you notice that his milk delivery has continued. So he's got several bottles of now spoiled milk. I'll, on the porch. I'll uh, yeah, I'll <clears throat> be sure to take those inside and 
Okay. Uh, let's just bring this down to a luck check. Make me a luck check. If you make it, you'll find enough paperwork to be able to figure out his family history. Okay. Are you kidding me? Wow. Another Nam 20. Oh, wow. The gods do not like that. Jeez. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. That's rough. Yeah. I find nothing. Oof. Uh, actually, with a complete failure like that, no, you find something all right. Uh, you basically find that this whole man's life is a complete sham. You being a flim flam artist, uh, game knows game. Uh, this guy oh. has completely taken over someone, someone else's uh, identity. Uh, And has been forging and playing things long for a while. So he has a number of uh, business deals that are basically just like on the cusp of, and he's collecting this money and then he flees. He's done this in several towns. And so he's almost at the point now here in Sweetwater's where someone's going to come to check things out. So you're thinking this last deal he had going on was his last I'm going to take the money and run right after this deal. He's about to catch okay. his check and bail. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So that's what you find out. Uh, the rest of you guys, uh, the doctor doesn't come to you um, that night. Uh, he was supposed to. Uh, he's going to bring some medication. He doesn't come. Oh, dang. That means I'm only going to get two HP. Uh, that rotten doctor. I can go so, and see if I can find the doctor. You want to go and track him down? Uh, yeah. Scab, would you accompany me? You're muted there. Scab has lost his voice box. I'm sorry. I had a piece of <laughs> something stuck in my throat. I'm really sorry. <laughs> piece Probably of Dimitri stuck in there. Yeah. So, uh, that man was real sweet. I mean, just a good Uh, fella so you eventually track the doctor down he's actually still at work Uh, it seems that Mr. Bernard suffered a heart attack who's Mr. Bernard again is that the fishmonger it's our white smith yep uh, and, uh, the doctor has, uh, been working on him since it was reported. Uh, and he has, unfortunately, by the time you track the doctor down, uh, he has reported Mr. Bernard as dead, as deceased, uh, from heart failure. Ooh. Well, Scab, uh, this is quite tragic. Um, <laughs> you know how the big one-eyed man said the gold was cursed, I remember something like that, sir. I think we should just leave the gold in that vault and forget we ever came across it. Whatever you say, sir. Uh, given the opportunity, I'm tempted to suggest we get that gold and throw it out and back into the swamp. That, if we don't want the town to be destroyed, that might be the solution. I, I kind of like, uh, you know, this place just a little bit. Not, not I mean, lot, you are man. the most eligible bachelor here, so. 
only eligible bachelor. I mean, you know, provided you don't want fish children, sure. And then the mistress does give me breakfast every day. And like, I do appreciate getting breakfast. How do we get into the vault, though? I mean, someone's going to have to... I mean, we could probably talk to the sheriff, just tell him we had a deal. And so just real quick, is everybody together then? Uh, well, Jebediah, for sure. You yeah. could have been done with all of this. Okay. Yeah, I'd be with them, but I'd be pretty distant. Like, they'd say like, oh, he had a heart attack. Like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's uh, you know, just describe some of the things that are in the vault so that we can, you know, show some proof of ownership. Well, let's, uh, let's not be insensitive. Uh, let's give it a couple days. Sure. I'm just saying, like, we can work with, you know, the officials here. Yes. No need, no need to do anything suspicious. Of course, this was all off the books. That's why I say we got to describe the things, you know. They're otherworldly, I'm sure. You want me to just smack on it? As much as I respect uh, respect your brute strength, uh, I think busting through a vault door might... uh, Going, uh, you know... Can you open them from the inside, sir? I don't know. I don't really think it's nonviolent crime. I've got a bonus to anything nonviolent if I try to safe crack. That might yeah, be it. Does, that does fall under your purvey of uh, sneaky skills. Well, yeah. let's go break into the goldsmith and see if we can steal our cursed gold back and go throw it in the swamp. You go down to uh, the whitesmith's shop. Uh, he's got the clothes sign out. It looks like he left for the day as normal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is evening. Um, there's not a lot of people out. Most people are in the bars drinking now. Um, how do you want to get the door open? I guess that also falls under nonviolent crime. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'll, go uh, that's good. Maybe a skill check. I was about D20 to call for and Any bonus you get for it. Okay. Um, don't think I add anything. Well, you're going to add your... Or it's uh, one... I get an extra die size. So this would be a D22 then, right? Right. And then if you've got a bonus from your agility, um, since it's like fine manipulation, you can take that. Okay. No, just plus zero on that. Uh, okay. But I'll do a D22, I think is the next die size. D twenty four up from D oh D twenty four okay five wow um, honestly uh, his door is not all that well protected if five was the target number you're actually hmm. surprised at how simple the lock was okay all right yeah uh, through that yes onto the safe. Um, we probably would have to search around for a little bit, but I bet it's his house wasn't too big, was it? So, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, I mean, it was, it looked like a single floor, but you didn't see this, uh, the safe, so he must have a basement. Uh, Unfortunately, Joe, I'm going to say from this description, though, it means that you opened the door and stepped in first. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I probably would have. 
Yeah. Okay. So make me a reflex save. Oh no. Um, I guess I'll I doubt a six is going to do that. Nope. That is going to fail. Do you want to spend any luck on this? I'll burn two luck. Why not? Okay. We'll, uh, we'll see what this does. Nine. I'll burn All one right. more. Gonna burn one more. Okay. There we go. Twelve. Okay. So you save for half as a double barrel shotgun <laughs> oh, goes God. off as soon as you open the door. Uh, oh God. I don't know how he had time to set a trap if he was dying, but that's mighty impressive. <laughs> Not bad. Eight points of damage. Take four as you you're like, oh my gosh, and you hit the floor, <laughs> taking just some of the buckshot. <laughs> okay, yeah, that would have hurt a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So you you barely uh, avoid uh, most of the buckshot. You get sprayed by a little bit of the extra. Uh, now it does. Uh, that was a double barreled shotgun going off in the middle of town. Uh, so what do you guys do? It was not quiet. Run. Probably just shut that door and act like nothing happened. Run. So running away or running inside? Running away. Pull the door shut. Pull the door shut. Run away. Okay. Yeah, Uh, I think so. All right. Uh, The last thing you see before you pull the door shut is that his little workstation uh, had several bowls of something laid out. And you see that there was a notebook laid out. Uh, like he was doing some last minute work before he closed up. He was closing the door. I assume I'll close the door, but perhaps we want to get permission to seize our funds back from like that's what they said. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you close the door uh, and and run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That seems a fitting place to close up for tonight, then. Uh, long on story, low on rolls, but hopefully you guys had fun with that. Yeah, that was good. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Lord. Okay. So <laughs> I'll call it there for the night. Uh, so uh, I presented with a bunch of uh, kobolds here and one person from the Plude cast. So, Chuck, you got anything to roll for the kobolds? Uh, yeah, kobolds this week. If you swing by twitch.tv slash Defenders of Kobold. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be doing Thunder Rift. That's the D&D basic setting, but we're using the Forbidden Land system, the Year Zero engine, to play it. Uh, Friday, 10 p.m., once again on Defenders, we're doing uh, Shadow Run. Uh, this will be the wrap-up of our current Shadowrun little mini-campaign, because then Joe's going to take over and start running the system that he's building. Uh, so you'll get to see, you know, see it uh, be assembled before your eyes. Uh, and Some next NBA gameplay. Yeah, next Saturday we'll be uh, on Defenders, 9 p.m. We'll be doing The Darkest House. And we're getting close on wrapping that, so make sure you... 
tune in as we currently have possibly two of the players, two of the characters dead and the other two trying to figure out how to save them. So yeah, that's what defenders have got going this week. Awesome. Jeremy, we got a new podcast coming out anytime soon. Sadly, no, but what I will say is you can check out Aaron Reese on on uh, Patreon, see some awesome comic book stuff going on, some RPG assets, some maps. You won't be disappointed. True, true stuff. Uh, check out my Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash steamstealmurder. We generally uh, go live Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Our next game is this Sunday. We're playing some Boot Hill 3rd Edition. Uh, some more cowboy goodness. Next Tuesday is first edition Dungeons and Dragons as we are running through the uh, Desert of Desolation series. And Friday, uh, we currently got a BX Dungeons and Dragons in the Mistara universe going on. Check out the podcast at BlueMagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K.com. There's over 11 years now worth of uh, all kinds of role-playing goodness on there. So check us out. Uh, thank everybody for watching tonight. Thanks, guys, for playing. Yeah. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Everybody. Bye.